Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. So today's episode is a little bit of a Q&A. I asked you over on my Instagram stories if anyone had any questions or topics that you guys would like me to discuss in today's episode and I received amazing questions and topics. So this vibe for today's episode is very much giving us chatting over coffee, having wine, and just chatting about real life advice on all things. So today specifically, I'll be sharing my thoughts on what it means to live a soft life and my opinion on living a soft life. I know that's a trend that's going around, so I'm excited to talk about that, as well as being in tune with my feminine energy to feeling jealous over other people having the things that you want in life and how to overcome that to how to have confidence in yourself, especially when you are in a relationship. So those are the main themes and topics for today's episode. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question, a topic. I greatly appreciate you for giving me content for this week's episode. And just a little FYI, whenever I do ask for recommendations or your questions, it will always, always be anonymous. So don't ever worry about that. But anyways, I'm excited to dive into these topics. I feel like they're all very relevant to my own life and things that I'm going through and as a collective as well. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. If you do, I would so appreciate if you could leave an iTunes or Spotify review so that more people can discover this podcast. And if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening and being a supporter. And be sure that you are following me on my Instagram my TikTok, my YouTube to catch up on all the content that I have for you guys. And that is all I have to say. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So I did have a few questions on navigating stress and overwhelm and how to deal with anxiety and things like that. And I just want to say that I actually have a YouTube video on self-care habits for when you're stressed and overwhelmed, as well as a bunch of other self-care related videos on how to take care of your mental health, how to reset and recharge, how to practice self-care and all of those things. So if you are interested in learning how to take care of yourself better mentally, spiritually, physically, how to practice self-care and you want more health and wellness related advice, definitely check out my YouTube channel because I have a bunch of videos on all of those things. I will link the specific video on self-care habits for when you're stressed and overwhelmed in the show notes as well as my YouTube channel overall. Highly recommend checking it out because I have a lot of great content on there that I don't always share on my podcast. So just a little FYI to everyone who asked questions regarding those topics. 
Okay, so the first topic that I want to get into is my thoughts around living a soft life and being in tune with my feminine side. So I really love this topic and I love that it was brought up because I have a lot to say about this specific topic. I know there's this trend going around on TikTok and social media in general about embracing a more soft life. As a woman who previously operated strictly from her masculine energy, who suffered from hyperproductivity and based my self-worth on how busy I was, how much I crossed off my to-do list, and I never allowed myself to be taken care of, and I had this I-can-do-it-all-by-myself syndrome, to now healing my feminine energy and embracing a more soft life, what I can say is I absolutely love it here, okay? I absolutely love living a more soft life versus being super in a toxic masculine energy and being so obsessed with productivity and basing my self-worth on how busy and productive I was. And so, so before I share my thoughts on living a soft life and embracing my feminine energy, I want to give my perspective on what a soft life is to me. With that being said, a soft life can be, feel, and look however you want it to feel be, feel, and look. There is no right or wrong way to living a soft life. Everyone has their own definitions, just as with success that looks different to, you know, everyone. So so don't take my version of living a soft life as the end-all be-all. This is just what I have found works best for myself and my circumstances. So by no means am I saying this is the blueprint to living a soft life, okay? Just wanted to throw that out there. But for me, a soft life is listening to my intuition over my ego, honoring the seasons of my body and aligning my life to that season, also known as cycle syncing. It's allowing myself to be taken care of and not do it all on my own. And it's also having strong, firm values and being so grounded and confident in who I am as a person. And most importantly, living a glowy life that's in co-creation with the universe and also embracing my creative, nurturing, and playful side. To me, a soft life is about attracting, not chasing. It's about letting things unfold and happen as they are meant to instead of trying to control every little thing in your life. It's about being at peace with whatever the outcome may be instead of worrying about the things that you can't control. To me, that is what a soft life looks and feels like. I think the reason why this whole concept of embracing a soft life is becoming so popular now is because I can't speak for everyone, but I think I can speak for a majority of us. I feel like we were taught that we as women had to be independent from men. We could not rely on men. We could not be dependent on men in any way shape or form or else that meant we were weak and fragile and this was definitely my views growing up and how I felt I needed to be and what that led to was me being hyper productive doing things all on my own never allowing myself to be taken care of or you know receive help from others and thinking that I needed to be super independent all of the time 100% and that led to a very unfulfilling life 
where I felt constantly burnt out. I was so out of touch with my feminine energy because I thought being in my feminine or having any feminine aspects made me weak and I did not want to be weak. I reached a point in my, I would say mid-20s, so recently, I'm 27 now, and I think when I was around 25 is when I started to question who I wanted to be as a woman, and I started to ask myself if this was how I wanted to continue living my life, which was being very in my masculine and not letting my partner help me with things and always having to be in control and always having to be right and always having to have the last word and being very aggressive all the time. And again, there's nothing wrong with having masculine energy within you, but there is a fine line between healthy and unhealthy. So I was definitely operating from an unhealthy standpoint. And so as I began diving into my feminine energy, learning what that means for me and who I want to be as a woman and going to therapy and really challenging these viewpoints that I had, I soon discovered that that I no longer wanted to be in this super masculine energy anymore and I started to slowly embrace a more soft life and I had to learn how to let my guard down and I had to learn how to find the balance between still being independent and letting myself be taken care of and I had to learn how to listen to my intuition versus my ego, how to listen to my body, how to surrender and flow instead of force and control. So it definitely has been a process and it still is a process. I still find myself stepping back into an unhealthy masculine energy from time to time. But what I will say as someone who has operated from both a very hard life, doing things the hard way, doing things from a super masculine perspective to now doing things from a more flowy way and embracing my feminine energy more, I can wholeheartedly say life is so much more beautiful, abundant, fulfilling being in this soft life era and embracing my feminine side more. We all have feminine and masculine energy within us and what I'm learning is that different situations require different sides of us so for example when I am in a business meeting and I am negotiating deals and prices and things like that that may require me to step more into my masculine energy as opposed to when I am dealing with my partner for me specific personally, I desire to step more into my feminine energy. And so embracing this soft life and learning to embrace my feminine energy for me has been this beautiful dance, this ebb and flow between finding a healthy balance between the two energies and learning and knowing when to use what energies and how to show up in the best way possible for whatever situation. And something else that I want to add is living a soft life does not mean you that life is going to be perfect, that you will not encounter struggles and obstacles, not at all. It's more so about how you choose to respond to things that happen to you as opposed to reacting to things. That is something that I am currently relearning is that I have the power to control how I think, how I feel, how I act, how I respond. So that's my two cents on embracing a soft life. 
Okay, so moving on, someone asked me how to deal with unwanted jealousy towards people who have what you want and how to overcome it. I think this is a great question because jealousy is something that we all experience, whether some of us like to admit it or not. And what I have found in my journey is that the feeling of jealousy stems from a few things. It can stem from having a scarcity mindset and or feeling unworthy of that thing yourself or feeling like you're not good enough to have what other people have or feeling like it's not possible for you. And we all have developed limiting beliefs and a scarcity mindset based on our experiences, right? If you ever went to the store with your mom as a kid and you wanted name brand cereal, but she told you that that was too expensive and to stick to the off-brand cereal. Well, that could become then a limiting scarcity mindset that you develop and as an adult, as you go grocery shopping on your own, you may subconsciously stick to the off-brand items because you've developed a belief that the name brand stuff is too expensive for you even though you could realistically afford it. So that's just a very specific example, but I'm saying all that to say that the scarcity mindset that you have now or the limiting beliefs that you have now, it's not your fault. That came to be based on something that you experienced, something that you were told or shown or something of that sort. However, it is your responsibility to heal it and to be able to overcome it. And as someone who has also suffered from a scarcity mindset in the past, I know how much it impacts the quality of our lives and how it impacts the things that we manifest in our life as well. So for the person who asked this question, I know you asked, how do I overcome jealousy that I feel? The real thing that you need to overcome is not the jealousy, it's the scarcity mindset mindset that you have or any feelings of unworthiness or limiting beliefs that you have. And the way that you overcome that is by shifting your perspective. We all can look at things differently and the way that we look at things will affect the way that we feel and our life experiences. So for example, if you see someone who has something you want or that you desire, whether it's a car, a job, a relationship, money, whatever, and you feel jealousy, all of that is operating from a scarcity mindset. However, you could also choose to look at someone having what it is that you have and think, wow, if they have it, if they were able to make that happen, then why not me? That means I can make that possible too. It's all about how you choose to perceive something, how you choose to perceive someone having what it is that you want, someone doing the things that you desire to do. You can choose to perceive it from a scarcity mindset or from an abundance mindset. What we tend to forget is that this universe that we live in is so abundant. It is limitless in resources, in opportunities, and in success, and someone having what it is that you desire does not take away from you being able to have it too, unless that is what you believe. If that's what you believe, then yes, you are right. However, if you choose to believe that them having what you want means that it's possible for you, 
then you are also right. Your thoughts determine your feelings. Your feelings attract the things in your life and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy basically. How I began to shift away from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset is by one, realizing that when I see other people have what I want, doing what I want to do, it means that that is a sign that it's possible for me as well. So one, start shifting your perspective from lack and scarcity to abundance and begin working on your negative limiting beliefs. So the best way to do this, I think, in practical steps is to list out all of the scarcity beliefs, the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, about life, about what you think is possible in terms of every aspect. So career, friendships, money, relationships, happiness, success. List out every single limiting belief that you have. And this may be difficult to do because a lot of times these beliefs that we have are subconscious and we're not even aware that these are our beliefs. They've just been so ingrained in us. So you might have to take some time to really think about it. But I really think it's important to bring awareness to each and every single belief that you have. The way that you flip these beliefs is by stating the exact opposite of whatever that belief is. So for example, if one of your limiting beliefs is that bad things are always happening to you, the opposite of that would be good things are always happening for me. Everything is always working out for me. And you have to be super diligent and super consistent with practicing these new beliefs over and over and over again until they become your current beliefs. As you do this, you may find yourself slipping back into old ways, old ways of thinking, and those are opportunities for you to choose a more loving thought. So the next time you're scrolling on Instagram and you see someone just started a business and you've been wanting to start a business, instead of thinking, who does she think she is? Or that's a stupid idea or whatever negative thoughts come up for you. As soon as you catch yourself, stop yourself in that moment and choose to think a more loving thought such as, wow, that is amazing that she's doing that. I hope her business thrives. You also have to match your energy and your feelings with those thoughts because you, your energy never lies, okay? And what you focus on in terms of your energy is what you attract into your life. So you have to genuinely, truly, deeply feel that because if you say, oh, that's amazing that she's starting her own business, but deep down you still feel a little bit of jealousy and resentment, that that feeling of jealousy and resentment is what you will attract more of. So as you are reprogramming your mindset and learning to choose a more abundance mindset, a more loving perspective, make sure your feelings and your energy are matching your thoughts. That is the key to overcoming this feeling of jealousy and resentment as well as manifesting what it is that you desire for yourself. So aside from the mindset and energy work that is required, what I will also say is that if you do find yourself comparing yourself to others or you're kind of slipping back into jealousy, resentment, energy, whatever the case maybe take that as a sign that maybe you need to take some time away from 
whatever is causing you to feel that way, whether it's social media, TV, your friends, and take some time to tune into yourself, work on yourself, focus on you. Whenever I find myself comparing myself to others on social media, that is that is my sign to disconnect from social media, whether it's for a day, a week, whatever, and just focus on my life and what I'm doing instead of, you know, going down this rabbit hole of comparison and jealousy and resentment and not feeling good enough and all of those things. So that would also be my best advice to you aside from the mindset and energy work. The last question that I want to answer, somebody asked how to have slash feel confidence in yourself while you are in a relationship. Assuming that your partner isn't toxic or abusive in any way, meaning they don't put you down, make you feel less than, okay? This is my advice to you, assuming that they are a good person who treats you well and things like that. My first piece of advice is to make sure that you have a life outside of your relationship. So having your own friends, having your own things that you do without them, whether it's with other people or even by yourself. Doing things on your own by yourself, going on your own dates, having a coffee shop date by yourself, spending the day alone is a great way to ensure that you're keeping your own identity and having a life outside of them. Another key piece of advice is don't place their opinions or their feelings over yours, especially when it comes to yourself. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't care about what our partner thinks and feels, but we shouldn't allow what our partner thinks or feels to define how we feel about ourselves. Regardless of what your partner may say or think or feel, you have to place your own opinions of yourself above theirs. And I also think challenging yourself with things and stepping outside of your comfort zone is a great way to build confidence, not even just while you are in a relationship, but in general, generally speaking, challenging yourself and stepping outside of your comfort zone is a great way to have confidence, whether it's going to a workout class or going to the movies by yourself or doing something that is out of your norm and that's a little bit uncomfortable and also having your own opinions about things. So there are a bunch of things that I personally don't agree with that my partner believes about a lot of topics and that's okay. I am confident enough with myself to know that I'm allowed to have my own opinions. He's allowed to have his own opinions and I don't need to conform to his beliefs to make him love me or want to be with me. So I think making sure that you, whatever it is that you think, you do, you believe, they are actually things that you personally resonate with and you're not just following along because that's what your partner is doing. So having your own belief systems and values and opinions are so, so important in cultivating confidence while you are in a relationship. All right, my loves. Well, these are some of the questions that were submitted for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed enjoyed these topics, these questions. I hope that some of these answers were helpful for you and that you resonated with any 
thing that I had to say, and if you didn't, that's totally okay too. You're allowed to have your own opinions and to differ in whatever way that you do. But I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel if you want more content on self-growth, lifestyle, wellness, self-care tips, things like that, because I have a bunch of content on there that I don't share on the podcast or, you know, Instagram and things like that. But that is all I have to say for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.